0: you know
1: We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. 150 hostages are still being held in Gaza at
2: this hour. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It is afternoon here in uh, New Jersey, where we're broadcasting from. My name is Bob Oakley, and I'm your host today on the uh, Hope Talk Radio Show. Um, This uh, show is uh, sponsored by Optimize My Life. It's uh, Optimize My Life is a program that uh, everyone... Everyone needs to take advantage of because uh, uh, we all need to have our lives optimized uh, so that we can uh, uh, produce more and have a better life for our families. So um, I um, I hope you all will uh, will join us uh, if you're if you're listening on the internet. And by the way, our program is uh, broadcast to nearly a hundred companies around a hundred countries around the world so um so you uh, if you're in one of those countries and you want to come on just dial our number you can dial in by not, by dialing in to 714 816 4686 and we'll be happy to uh to talk with you um if you if you don't want to talk and just listen that's okay too you know so uh as i said we um we are um, here to uh to help you our, our motto is uh helping people by helping them to help other people so um come on in uh if you're uh if you're listening uh on the internet uh we'll be happy to talk with you uh, at this point we don't have uh direct access from the internet to the to the program you have to dial in uh to get in so um uh, uh, as As the host, I will if I see a number come up, I will open up the microphone for them, and I will uh, let them talk if they want to. So uh, I see uh, one of my uh, one of my friends, uh, good friend here from New Jersey. Um, my friend uh, Larry Kasparine. Hi, Larry, how you doing today? I'm
3: doing very well. How about yourself?
2: Well, oh listen i I am doing great. God is good. He's uh he's helping us all, you know. <laughs> uh, that is for sure. But he's he's in control of our destiny. <laughs> we uh we, we human beings sometimes think we are in control, but we're not really. Uh the good Lord is in control. He's uh he uh is in control of certainly when we're born and when we uh, when we uh, die. Um, but many other aspects of our lives, um, the Good Lord is uh, watching out for us and helping us in many ways. So um, I um, I thank Him for that every day, and I uh, I pray that uh, everybody in your family is doing good. Uh, yep, we are doing pretty well. Thank you. Oh, great, 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 and. Um, I'm um, I'm really happy that you guys have, have gotten settled in your new house and your uh, uh, it looks beautiful and uh, Thank I I think you guys have have done a great job in, in getting that all set up you and your wife uh, and uh, so I um, I'm looking forward to coming over and visit my wife and I coming over and visit with you guys again. Uh, my wife is going to be leaving uh, at the end of this month. Uh, I think it's the 27th. She's flying down to uh, Columbia, South America. Oh, okay.
3: She's going to visit her relatives her couple, for a couple of days, days right? That's yeah, nice. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's going to visit with uh, her daughter, um, uh, Laura, Lara, and... Uh, that's her second daughter that she she had when
1: uh, and Laura
2: has a son uh, Samuel and uh, they're, they're going to be visiting and they're going to visit uh, a lot of um, Flores relatives down there. She has two brothers that live in that area and um, other family members. So she's going to be uh, visiting with them and um, I I was going to go with her this time but um, I, I I have a, a number of things that are uh, that I'm uh, Committed to right now, and um, back home here. And I, so I told her, I said, "You, you, you just go down there and and have and have a good time." So she is. Right. She's going to be leaving. Um, she watches her uh, her grandson. Her um, it's actually her great grandson, from one of her, uh, one of her uh, grandchildren has has uh, a boy. He's uh, I think five months old now. And she watches him um, like um, three or four, three or four days a week. Uh, he, she is taking care of him, and um, so um, it, it's a good opportunity for her. And um, she's doing it. Um, she doesn't get paid for it, but uh, the, the granddaughter does things for her. As a matter of fact, the granddaughter has um, made the reservations for her to go to Columbia. So sure. she's um, she's. She paid for her airline ticket, and and so um, you know that's the way that that families can work together and help each other. Uh, that's right. just one example. One, one example of that, and I I know your families that way also, and I and I um, and and my my children, we we've raised them to. Uh, to um to be to work together with each other and to help out each other and and they and they do that i'm very very pleased with them and uh, so anyway um i um this this particular show in the hope collection is um is is broadcast uh, uh, uh broadcast six days a week now and uh, we have other other programs um that are uh, that are done at a different time this particular one um we do monday through friday at noon until um one o'clock a one-hour show and um but it, it it covers different topics every day and we have different hosts that that cover those those topics we don't have any hidden agenda we just we just come on the show and we it's really a talk show we love to talk with people and see how they're doing, and see if they, uh, if they have um, um, issues in their life that they would like to have some help with, we can do that. We can help them, and we do help people every day. I work a lot with the um, uh, Spanish immigrants from, from other countries around the world. Um, when they come here, um, whether it's legally or illegally, um, they usually need a lot of help in a lot of different areas. And um, so we're, we're, uh, we're set up to, uh, to help them, and uh, that's, that's our purpose. Our purpose is helping people and helping them to help other people. And we don't charge for our services, by the way. So um, that's one aspect of, of the Hope Collection that I'm, I'm very, very active in. Um, I'm working with, the, as I said, it with the Spanish peoples. And I joined our Spanish ministry in our, in our church. Uh, the same church, Larry, that you and I go to <laughs> right. here in, uh, in in New Jersey, and uh, so uh, I, I'm having a lot of a lot of um, uh, gaining a lot of personal satisfaction for working with the the Spanish people because I find that they are very motivated to um, to improve the situation in their lives and in their families' lives, and it and it really motivates me. Because uh, I, I get I get the feeling that when we when we help them with something, they are very appreciative of it because they they tell us thank you very much for helping, and uh, so I'm I'm very uh, it, it motivates me to do more, and so I um, I'm very uh, very thankful that uh, that that I'm in, that the good Lord has put me in the position to help people, and and uh, right now I said is my emphasis for the last. Four or five years has been uh, in, in the Spanish ministry and helping those people, and um, it's it's just such a pleasure to see them get a smile on their face when they have accomplished something that they wanted to accomplish. That we help them with to accomplish that. We're not doing the work for them, but what we're doing is that we're coaching them. We're we're uh, many of us are certified life coaches, and we work with those uh, with people using the techniques that we've learned from life coaching and um, uh, to help them to, uh, uh, to, to set a plan up for, for, uh, to accomplish something and then encourage them along the way uh, and make recommendations to them along the way so they can, um, they can um, uh, accomplish whatever it is they want to accomplish. Maybe they want to earn some more income, so we help them in those areas. Getting, maybe getting a better job or getting certified uh, in a particular area that they want to get certified in uh, because we have literally thousands of certification uh, uh, programs that people can can get involved in through the through the hope collection and optimize my life so um, we also partner with other other uh, organizations and other companies like we partner with Easter seals uh, and we partner with uh, uh, New York City Relief uh, that, that deals a lot with um, with the homeless people in New York City, and uh, they certainly need a lot of help. So we partner with them, and we partner. Um, we have a very special partnership with uh, the Golden Rule Society. The Golden Rule Society was um, um, founded by um, a man and his wife. Um, he's, uh, he's a former Navy captain, and he um, uh, has, uh, he's a captain uh, uh, in the U.S. Navy. Uh, he has recently retired from that as, a, uh, as an admiral in, in the Navy, uh, which is one of the highest ranks that they can receive. And he's, he's receiving a lot of international recognition because he's been nominated now for the sixth time um as a in the Nobel Peace Prize for his 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 work that he's doing and his organization that he has um called the Golden Rule Society um so that they uh, the people that that are uh, um do the nominations for the uh, Golden Rules I mean for the uh, Nobel Peace Prize they've they've nominated him now 6 times he came in second place uh, one time I think it was 2014. He came in second place in that year He would have won the prize, but there was a young lady that was working on a program um, and uh, and she uh, they decided to uh, to give her the, the the prize that year, but anyway uh, He has received other national honors or achieve, achievement honors over the years and he is uh, continuing He's continuing his work in uh, in helping people and uh, helping them to have a better life. And I, he's a tremendous, um, a tremendous man. And you know, Larry, you and I met him up in um, uh, Buffalo, New York, when we went up there for the, uh, uh, the memorial for the for the Navy people and, and uh, for for the veterans in general. Uh, there was. They had a big, uh, a big thing that uh, Ron Clayton, Ron Clayton, our president of the board of the Hope collection, um, had uh, had done us, um had set, the, had helped to set this up. And so we, um, it, it was a great trip that you and I and my wife Floor, took up there. Um, I think it was it was it in May we went up there, or way or, or June. I can't remember which month it was. Oh yeah, it was me because it was a because yeah, it was a Memorial Day uh, uh, celebration. Right. Yep. Yeah, so and um, yeah, it was, so that was, we, that we was brought... really
3: that, that was really a great. I had a great time, uh, and,
2: and yeah. I had the privilege yeah.
3: to, to to meet uh, you know uh, an outstanding uh, pilot. You know, and and actually he flew the plane I used to work on, the F four Phantom. No. Yeah, I know. We yeah. uh, it was uh,
2: it was a great time, and I, and uh, it was one of the best memorials I've been uh, involved in, and I've been involved in a number of uh, those kind of memorials, but that one was one of the best ones uh, that was oh, that yes. was set up. And um, our my friend uh, Mary Stanley from um, uh, Minnesota, she's not on yet. She she'll probably be coming on the show in a little while. But anyway, she, uh, she brought her, uh, her, bar, her, her Boy Scout troop that she's involved with and her children, and uh, uh, they, uh, they did a great job, too. They did the predilegiance, and, and uh, they just helped out. Uh, I don't know how many thousands of flags that they, they put up, uh, uh, little flags that they put up on the ground, American flags, but there was literally thousands of them in that park. Um, and the children all helped with that, and um, so that was a, another accomplishment that um, that people that are involved in the Hope Collection get in, get involved in. And it's and it's it's not necessarily big things that that we we do all the time, but sometimes it's just small little things that we do to help people, and other times it's something that's more significant. So, um, in, in, but, but any way that we can help, we do. So, um, and I, uh, I'm very, very happy to be on the board of directors as a vice president, but I, um, that's, that's not, it's not about me. Anything that I do through this organization, it's not about me. It's about the people that we're helping uh, because that's what our focus is. Our focus is on you and you and you and you, whoever you are. And and so um, I highly recommend it to people that they come on the show and and just listen and and uh, if they wanna if they wanna talk about their personal situation and and whatever it is that they uh, they 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 would like to have some help and we'll do that too you know. Some people don't like to come on a radio show and, and talk about their personal situation. Well, we, we do that. If they don't want to do it on the show, we'll do it individually uh, through either a conference call or through an um, individual one-on-one call. We, we do it all different ways, and um, we text message, text messaging a lot also. So people can text us if they want to. I'm going to give out my, my number. Um, I have a, a, a cell phone number that I, I use uh, with, with, the, with the business, and it's 908-209-9202. That's 908-209-9202. And anybody that wants to can call me on that. I, I would prefer if you send me a text first and then um uh introduce yourself to me on that text and then i will call you back cuz i do that because i've been scammed before and um i don't want to get scammed again so i ask people to text me first and then i will know um you, who you are and um and then i i will call you back and and talk to you um, so that's one way that we, get, uh, we, we have uh, people come and um, introduce them to the program. And if someone texts me, or whoever texts me, I should say, um, and I have had many, many, many times that has happened, um, I will um, respond to you as quickly as I can. Sometimes it might take me 24 or 48 hours to get back to you, but I will. And and so uh, I, I, uh, if you're if you're listening on the internet and you want to contact me, certainly do it, and uh, and I, I will be happy to t- to talk with you. Um, and I I won't I won't ask you any personal questions. Um, mostly I'll ask you questions that will you answer yes or no. And the purpose of that is to do a little interview on on the phone to find out if there's some areas where you would like some help. And because um, a lot of times people, they, they're not sure what it is that they will, which way they wanna go with something. And so we, that's why we do the little phone interview is just to find out a little bit more information so we can um, give, give the best recommendations to you uh, to help you that um, that that may help you to resolve the issue. We we call ourselves solution finders <laughs> because that's what we are. We try to help people find solutions in uh, improving their lifestyle. Uh, and as I said, it, it may be a, may be a financial situation because that one comes up a lot, or it may be a situation where uh, they want to change jobs and we we uh we have the facilities to help them with that also or it may be a situation where they want to uh, uh get involved in their own business and we we help people with that every day and so that's an area that a lot of people are interested in um because they want to be their own boss they want to take ownership of their of their uh, of their uh, uh financial situation and so um I help people all the time every day in different areas. Uh maybe it's uh maybe they want to uh, to get a bigger apartment or maybe they want to um, um maybe you want you as an individual want to uh, get uh, a different housing like like uh, Larry and his wife just went through that uh situation where they wanted to get in uh, in a in a different house, a better house, in a bigger house. And what gives them more um, more freedom. And, and they've done that, and they've accomplished that. and I, I helped Larry and his wife a number of times with that with that um, getting settled in that house. and that's um, an area that, that we do. Um, we, we help people. Um, and it, whatever it is, I, I don't know what, a, what an individual whatever situation they have in their life, what it is, but I, but I'll guarantee you whatever it is, if I can't help you, I will refer you to someone who can help you because I have a vast uh, 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 a vast network of, of people that I know and organizations that I know that, that can help people. So uh, that's why um, I recently, uh, with, with Larry's uh, recommendation, got involved in the um, Elks Club. Um, I had thought about it for a number of years, and Larry, you've been involved in that for what? Over fifty years now? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. I I can remember.
3: And yeah. oh, it up. It's about fifty.
2: Yeah, and 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 you had uh, you've had offices uh, as a officer in the in the aux
3: and so forth, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been everything from a uh, uh, past exalted ruler to a past vice president, and now I'm a past. Uh, District Deputy <laughs> Grand, exalt the Ruler. So I've
2: been just about everything you can think of. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think one time I've I've helped cook, <laughs> helped them cook some of the things that they were cooking on the on the barbecue grill, and yep. uh, so uh, anyway, um, I I have been involved in it now for I think o- o- over a year year and a half maybe um and i i enjoy the 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 meetings when i go to them i i don't get to the meetings that often but when i do go i i enjoy because a a number of of friends that i've known for many years are involved like yourself are involved in that organization and it's um they do a great thing um some of the programs let's talk a little bit about some of the programs in the elks i know you guys um they're involved a lot with uh, children with uh, with special needs, right? Yes,
3: yep. Yeah, we sure do. And know what else we do now? Now we're uh, getting a thing with uh, it's called Reefs Across America where they uh put a a reef on any put per, any person that's passed away at the uh at the <clears throat> the graveyard in uh in Hackettstown. And we go around and we put wreaths on all the uh, veterans uh, that have passed. Yep. And it's, uh, yep. It's a, it's a, it, and it's, it's coming up too. I think it's coming up uh, on December 3rd. I think it is. We're, we're going to go around and put wreaths on all the uh, veterans' uh, things. And I, I, I not only do the Air Force one because I'm an Air Force veteran. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they have, they have, if they have another Air Force veteran there. But uh, normally, what happens is they have like the uh, the people that are you know that are close to joining the Air Force. They uh, they have a lot of young you know young youngsters, and then they have uh, a couple of uh, you know big shots with the, you know with with the uh, recruiting and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's very nice, you know, to you know to to see the uh, they have they have for the Navy, Air Force, Marines, an Army, and uh, also the Reserves too, and and everybody puts lot, oh, wow. you know on on the thing yeah. you know for the you know showing the yeah. each each branch of the service. So it, it it's really a nice day, and it it usually happens. Yeah. I think it's like. December. It's it's in it's the first weekend in in December, so. But that well, you well, you a you um,
2: uh, you give um, will you keep me advised of when that is? Um, because I want to go with you. It's yeah. okay with yeah. you, yeah. and um, to help out. Yeah, help out well, hey, I'm. You're you're an elk member, so you can go. My um. My um. Uh, foot now is, 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 uh, pretty well, uh, back to normal. Uh, and, uh, from, from my broken foot that I had. And, um, so I, I can do more things now. And I'm, and so I, I'm, I'm, I'm back into, <laughs> back into doing stuff. Uh, right. I've, i made it, I made a decision in my life, uh, uh, probably a couple of months ago, um, uh, because I was, I had my foot was broken really bad and i um, i decided that i'm not going to do the construction work anymore especially i may do oh, some man. little jobs <laughs> uh, may do some little jobs inside of the house uh, right. inside, uh but but i'm uh, but i'm not going to work on big jobs outside of the house where you have to put up big ladders and stuff uh, yeah. and climb up ladders and so i'm i'm not going to do that kind of stuff anymore i've, I've decided that and, I, and i'm t- telling both my sons uh, I already told one of my sons, my son Randy, uh, which I, you know, and uh, I told him I'm not going to help in those kind of that kind of work anymore. He does a lot of electrical work inside the house and plumbing work too, and I can I can do those and I I will help in some of those kind of jobs, but not in a not in a job where I'm going to be climbing a ladder anymore. I decided not to do that anymore, and that was actually that was a recommendation from my friend uh, Mary. Up in minnesota she uh she recommended she says, "You know Bob, I think the good Lord's telling you that maybe you should slow down a little bit on some of this work <laughs> yep, exactly. I, said, yeah. I said, yeah, I think you're right so so that's that's what I decided to do um based on her and she's very good in that um she uh she's a psychologist uh, uh a trained psychologist and certified and that and she works a lot with uh Children with autism, and and so um, and and she works with uh with also with veterans. Cause she's a veteran also, and um, she um, she works a lot with with uh, veterans organizations. And um, she was up there in Buffalo. I don't know if I introduced you to her or not, but uh, Hi,
3: yep, she, I did meet her. She's uh, yeah. Not only not yeah. only
2: is she smart, she's she's a beautiful lady too. Oh yes, yes, yes. And She had two of her children there with her, uh, and they both are autistic children. So, uh, she uh, but but they uh, they uh, they said um they said the pledge of allegiance and uh, yep. uh the the whole troop cuz cause, uh, cause it was a boy scout troop. And uh, she um arranged to get donations to help to finance them traveling from Minnesota to Buffalo, and all their expenses while they're there, uh, their meals and uh, and their housing, uh, uh, you know the, the hotel bills and everything. And um, so that was, um, as a matter of fact, um, Mary just joined us on the show. Hi, Mary. How you doing?
1: Good. My background's a little loud, so I'll be off and on mute. Um, I'm still
2: at Walmart. Yeah, we we were just talking about you and then uh, the effort that you you did regarding uh, the the uh, the Buffalo memorial uh, that that you and I and and Larry and my friend Larry's on the phone with us. We were, we were just talking about that and uh, we we appreciate we appreciate you so much and all the things that you did while you're up there uh, and uh, and including the when the the kids were helping out uh, to put all the flags in the the little American flags that they were sticking in the ground, uh, the thousands of them, right?
1: 2,300 flags were put out, and each flag represents one service member, current or former, that passed away due to mental health issues that year from Memorial Day to Memorial Day. So, our wow. goal
3: wow.
1: is every year to have less flags to put out instead of more
3: that, that is... wow and, well you
1: um,
3: know what? I, I know I, I think that I think that might be happening uh i mean because well first off i mean the, you know i mean there is uh, I don't think there's as many people in in the service as we used to have but but another thing too is. You know, it's all uh, you know. It's all volunteer now. You know what I mean? You know, back back in back in my day, it, it, you know, I mean, I, I I volunteered for the Air Force because I wanted to, you know, uh, you know, I wanted to, to work on planes, and I I got exactly what I wanted. I I became a crew chief on the F4 Phantom, but but uh, but you know, I mean, it's like. Uh,
0: it's something that you know.
3: I think nowadays, you know, people don't want to join the military anymore. They, you know, it's it's, it's not as like like it used to be. But we still need we still need people, you know, in, in the armed forces. That's for sure.
0: Go ahead, Mary.
1: Oh, sorry. Um, you know that that is the biggest problem about it. But a lot has to do with who our commander-in-chief is too and the policies and, you know, um, a lot of people left when they required... We I can talk about it. I'm not in the service anymore. <laughs> but um, they required the COVID vaccine. So a lot of people walked out instead of joining or um, continuing their service. But now the military has retracted that. And they're asking all the vo- people that left because they didn't get a COVID vaccine to come back. And they'll change their discharge.
2: Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, Larry and, and I were just talking uh, earlier. I don't know if you, were, you heard it, Mary, but we, uh, he does uh, volunteer work to help the veterans uh, that have passed. In the in the cemetery, they they put wreaths on the on the cemetery around around this time of the year every year, right, Larry?
3: Yeah, it's called the Wreaths Across America, and uh, yeah, uh, we have a, a, a cemetery. It's in the next town over. It's in Hackensack, and uh, we put out wreaths, and it's like I don't know, it's like <laughs> over like two hundred and fifty wreaths, three hundred wreaths. You know. So I mean and, and if any anybody dies, you know, we have to, we, you know, we have to put a reef on you know, any anybody who dies it was in the service, we put a reef on their on their you know, on their grave Wow. It's called it's called the uh, Reefs Across America. And that's
2: done through the Elks Club. Yeah, well yeah
3: the Elks Club, yeah, the Elks Club sponsors it, yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So Larry and I are going to do that. Are going to work together on that uh, this year, because uh, I uh, I am uh, trying to get more active in 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 in, in the elks. <laughs> oh, so um, well, you know, yeah, if you, you
1: ever need help fundraising money for the Reese project or any other project, let me know. I'm very good at it.
3: Yeah. Oh, you know, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, you could probably start something like that, uh, you know, in your own area. You know what I'm saying? You know, to the cemeteries, you know, around your area. Um, it's called Reefs Across America. Um, I think I'm, I yeah, we do
1: have have that here. I'm working on a project for um, it's like the Adopt a Soldier program, but it's for veterans. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to coordinate with the youth groups to go out seeing Christmas carols.
3: Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And hit
1: a lot yeah. of the veteran homes and, you know, right. um, nursing homes and things like that.
3: Yeah. yeah that's, great. That, that would be great. I, I, I know that uh, we used to go to, uh, uh, well, we have uh, two veteran hospitals. One in East Orange and another one in—I uh, uh, forget the name of the place, but it's—we uh, have two of them. And you know, it's nice when uh, what my what my elk lodge does—we serve them a dinner on. Uh, I think it's the second Monday of every month. We give them a home cooked dinner, and, and, and they really wow. they really enjoy it.
2: And that's you do that to their homes.
3: No, no, it's, it's
2: it's. We go
3: to the hospital. We we go to this one ward. I think it's the it's. I think it's mostly the veterans that are you know, that they got like problems. You know, like like physical and mental problems. But but I mean, every time we go there and, and visit them, you know, we give them our own cooked meal, and I tell you what, they they love it because I mean, I guess the food they give them there. I mean, I don't know. I mean. I mean when you give them a home cooked meal, I mean it it, it, it really, you know uh, brings out uh I mean, they really so, um, you know. Yeah.
4: You want some input from me? Go ahead. Okay, I'm a vet and um, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing because veterans get the very poor treatment from uh not only the veterans administration but of course the federal government. And the, uh, the general population at large really doesn't care about vets. you know, if they go and they die, they die. If they come back, they come back. So if you do something like that,
3: um, I like that. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. You no, know, I'm going to add one quick
1: thing to your comment, sir. The right. only time the government cares about veterans is election years. Hmm. Then we're on front stage center, and then election happens, and they forget about us again
4: yeah I did forget to mention a little fact about how they like to uh propagandize how great they are during certain times of every four or two years, and then, of course, like you said, they just forget about us. We fight the wars well, let's say I didn't fight the war. I was in the uh Vietnam era, but I was lucky enough not to uh not to be in country, so I think those that actually are engaged in combat they're the heroes they're the ones that fight for um for a, for a propagandized type of theory, they think that they're actually protecting America for democracy and trying to help other countries gain democracy, <laughs> and they don't know how uh, how used they are. So it's a shame. And then um, when they come home,
0: the to the country, no good treatment
3: at been all. all. Oh, yeah. Especially the Vietnam veterans. I mean, they were spit on. They were, you know. You know, it, it was really oh bad. yeah
4: When uh, those poor guys came home They were spit on They were called baby killers okay. And that's because there was an anti-war movement Which was pretty powerful And should have been there It should have been an anti-war movement But um, unfortunately it got bastardized And then the poor vets Who went over there thinking that they were helping The Vietnamese fight uh, communism When they come back home Yeah, they're called baby killers I know.
2: Um, there was a lot of negativity against the uh uh Vietnam veterans. I remember that when that occurred. My uh, my older brother um w- served in Korea and then when he when that when the when the after the um, Vietnam situ- uh, war, he um he was very upset because what was how the veterans were being treated when they came back because uh it was um, a lot of negative uh, advertisement about about the veterans and about the war in general um and it was because of just just certain certain people that were considered uh, um, what do I want to say they were they were considered uh um, to be experts in certain fields that uh, were were making comments and then it that that kicked off a, a whole campaign of uh, negativity against uh, the Vietnam veterans, and um, I was very upset, very upset at that time because I, I wanted to go into the service, but I was I was not allowed to go into the service. I tried to volunteer for the army um, because my older brother was in the in the service, and uh, but I because I was a, a father, I had two children at that time. They wouldn't take me. They reclassified me um and I couldn't I couldn't uh, I couldn't get drafted so um, uh I I I decided not to go not to go in there but I wanted to become I wanted to do it because of the well, experience of my, like my brother like I said
4: during that time if you had gone in you would have gone in under the um misapprehension that you were serving America and helping uh to spread democracy around the world I hope that um and the ensuing years that you've learned that we have corrupt politicians in um, <laughs> in Congress, and they have, all they are doing is self-serving themselves, the lobbyists, and anybody else who has any money that can flip them under the table. Yep.
3: Yep. <laughs> yep. You got that 100% right. Yep.
2: I what, it's I, important uh, thing
3: about the American
4: people, because we're, uh, we're pretty stupid when it comes to that. And when I say stupid, I mean stupid, not ignorant. People vote for the same crap every two years, four years, and they know that it's crap, and they know that the people they voted for uh, have done a bad job, and then they vote in the same type I of I people again. Lisa, that <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> That's called <so laughs> stupidity. <laughs> well,
2: we are, we are crazy. We are creatures of habit, you know. (laughs) Anyway, um, I I recognize your voice, but I can't remember. I know you were on the program before, but I can't remember your name.
4: Well, my name's Joe. I don't remember being here, but, um, you know, it's possible. Like I said, I'm a vet, and I was lucky not to have to, uh, you know, go in country. But those people who did, they saved my life.
2: You know, I mean, yeah, if they hadn't going in, yeah. Joel, I want to, I want to uh, thank you for serving your country. Uh, and then, I, I, you know, any veteran that I, uh, I meet, I, um, I try to, to, to uh, at least express that uh, we, we are, um, we are thankful that they are, uh, they are doing, uh, serving their country and and doing it um uh, for the right reasons and because they're, they're they believe that uh they want to help to preserve our freedoms in this country and um it, it may be that they're fighting in some other country around the world but they're still doing it because um it, it's it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's something that we are, we we do as Americans we we don't just uh, Fight here in this in this country, but we do it around the world to help other countries, and um, because we're able to do it, and they are not able to, to, to defend themselves, so we, we go and help them out. And I uh, I am so glad that um, that's, a, that's a tradition that, that has uh, has been carried over the years here in America. Um, so I um, I thank you. And I thank you, Larry, and I thank you, Mary, also for for serving our country. So we have...
1: Um... You know, Bob, can I add something?
2: Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
1: As, so part of the reason why some of us, me included, why we sign up for the military, it's more to protect the ground we walk on. It's the Constitution that our forefathers fought for. It has nothing to do with the government and the people in it because they're all idiots. <laughs> But, you, got that it's, right. <laughs> you know me, you no. know I talk how it is and how I feel it is, I don't censor very well. But it's the concept more than it is D.C. You know, when I enlisted, I got in, I went through boot camp, and before we deployed, we went through the Obama administration. And I had a sergeant that gave me very good advice. And he goes, you know, you may not like the commander-in-chief, but then again, how many people like your boss? Remember, what you're doing has nothing to do with with Washington. It all has to do with the ground you're walking on and who fought before you to make sure we have that ground to walk on. And look at all the soldiers who came before you to make it possible. Mm -hmm. And when that declaration was signed and things like that.
4: No, let me disagree with both of you, because um, the the soldiers and the Marines and the sailors and the airmen, they believe that they're helping out other countries. They believe they're fighting for the Constitution. But in reality, like I said before, they're not. The corrupt uh, politicians on Capitol Hill, they get money from lobbyists, especially defense contractors, in order to perpetuate these wars. And, in order to buttress my argument, there's a good book out called "War is a Racket," and it's not written by some academician. It's written by a two time Congressional Medal of Honor winner, general uh, forget his first name Bradley, and he says "War is a racket because it is We don't go overseas to help other countries. We go overseas in order to help Boeing and the rest of the um of the ilk who made millions and millions of dollars, like Dupont did back in World War One and World War Two, by selling supplies, munitions, etc. It's not about helping other countries. If we were there to help other countries with our armaments, we could have solved their problems a long time ago. Instead of being over in Iraq and Afghanistan for the last 20 years taking their minerals away and their oil and um, interfering with the Middle East. So I'm going to have to disagree with both of you. See, no, I agree.
1: There's some people that that joined because of that. I know a lot of gentlemen, and I say this as I was a medic and most of my units were meds, they signed up just to feed into the propaganda. But I'm talking about, you know, that's not why some of us sign up. Well, we end up in a situation, I signed up prior to 9-11. So there was no war. There was no thought of war at the time that I enlisted. So it just depends on the situation, when you enlist and why you enlist and what happens while you're in there. You know what's going to happen. I mean, eventually a war is going to hit. You know you're flying your life away, but we're willing to accept that. Some of us. But I wasn't old enough to deal with the draft.
4: Yeah, well, the thing is, we shouldn't accept it. We shouldn't keep accepting this propaganda that keeps shoving down our throats about how America is helping out uh, the, the rest of the world, and we should be the number one police force of the world. Our boys die for other people, not for America, and I'm sick of this. I agree with you
1: 100%. I really do. We need to take care of our home
4: before we take care of everybody else. Yeah. And we're protected by oceans. We have friendly country um, on top of us called Canada, and we have Mexico which which isn't much of a threat now, any at least below us. So now what they're doing is they're invading America with the illegal immigrants. Yep. It's 2 million. Got accepted. Got accepted. Got into into the border with Biden's um, approval last year, I believe. A hundred thousand a month
2: comes through. That's an invasion. That is. And that's up over two hundred thousand a month now. It's up over two hundred thousand at the current time. So um, it, it it is a it is a crisis that needs to be fixed and and I, I believe as long as we have um the administration that we have now uh in the in the federal government it's not going to change i believe that if we if we can if we can uh change the administration uh in the next election then i think it's going to change it's going to change rapidly the border is going to become secure again and um that's I, I heard um just uh yesterday on 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 the news on newsmax that um the um, the the number of terrorist individuals that are migrating into the United States now is increasing tremendously it's more than doubled in the last uh several months and um, so um that's that's an that's an area that we have to be very careful with because we we are going to have terrorists more and more terrorist acts occur on in our country rather than in other countries like it's it's happening in is in Israel right now um so i i think that that's something that we have to really really buckle down and 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 get straightened out very quickly otherwise we're gonna, we're going to have some some serious serious situations in our country.
4: You no, know, that I agree. And uh, all of these people who are crossing the border who are terrorists, they obviously have some kind of cell organizations that they can go to once they get here. And, of course, they're all plotting to do something. I don't know when. But I predict that America won't be around um, the way that it is now past 2025. We'll either have an economic collapse, an EMP collapse, false flags, or we'll have these sleeper cells come alive and by the Muslim Brotherhood and or the CCP, and um, Americans won't know what to do. When the electricity goes out, that's when the gangs start getting very active and start looting stores and supermarkets and shooting people in the street. And... Uh, you think that the military is going to help out much? I don't think
1: so. You know, my biggest issue with all this is is the fact that all these um, Afghanis, Iraqis, that helped the U.S. soldiers, were translators, were guides, that did all the work to help us, got the boots and weren't allowed to come to the U.S., but everybody else who did absolutely nothing to help us
3: comes in, crosses the border.
1: Are allowed to come in. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's ridiculous. But well, what do you think? If you want to be an American, rules. I mean, if you want to be American, the first thing you should do, you should be able to speak English. You should be able to, you know, uh, have a good record. You don't want to have somebody who, who's a criminal coming across. And, they, I mean, they, they just open – Biden just opened opened them up, and they 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 come running in like like it's unbelievable. And all of that, and all the other stuff, which is killing people. uh, It don't it don't make any sense. Do you
4: know what it's doing to other countries like England, France? The kind of crime they have over there with the uh, with their immigrants. Over fifty percent of the prisons are filled by immigrants. Our prisons are getting filled by immigrants. Yep, all we have to do is just shut down the border. That's it.
3: Well, you don't have to. shut down the border. What you got to do is make sure you keep. When somebody comes, you know, comes into the country, you check them out. You know, if, if 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 they're good people, you let them in. If they're bad people, you don't let them in. It's that simple. I mean, how stupid can you be? I mean, he open the gate. What's well, is come, that. Come, come and I don't want the
4: legal immigrants shouldn't be here either. We have a problem no, no, with no, immigrants. should not
3: fashion. be here. I mean No, it, I'm,
4: not, it, I'm talking about it. none of the immigrants. None of the immigrants. Do you know that at one time there were 250,000 Indian um students on I forget the name of the visas, but they were educational visas. That's 250,000 Indians alone who were uh, picking up space in our colleges, getting our um, our advanced education going back to India, and some of them staying here, using the information that they got from us to help them. At the same time, that means that if 250,000 of them are in colleges, that means 250,000 Americans are not. Right.
1: Right. It's
0: dollars You know,
1: what scares me the most in all of this is the growing trend of quick visas and what parents are allowing, this is what scares me the most, is that parents are allowing their children as young as 12 to marry these men to get a visa.
0: And it's a legal
1: marriage in most states because it's got both parents' consent
0: are on their way
4: for
3: wow. also, that, 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 I, I, I never heard of that but I mean that's really No, normal. I never
4: heard of that, that either. 12 years of that, age that,
3: that, that is really bad
1: it, it, it's true. I'm I mean, sorry, what? Is true. So, you wow. No, it's still going on today age? Wow um, I, I belong to a few different organizations for child abuse and, again, and trafficking And that is one of the biggest concerns we're having and we're seeing is this growing trend that no one's talking about because it's perfectly legal. And we're trying to get Congress to change the laws in each state or put a federal law about marriage and what should be considered the legal age for a person to be married. Right. I think it should be at least 18.
4: 18 broadcasting division of the stops family. I would, no, I agree I with that. There were laws the books are ready. In some states, the minimum age would have been 16, but 12 years of age, and that's that's being acceptable? Um, I'm going to have to do some research into that.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you look at the, the people that are coming across the border nowadays, I mean, it's like they, they, they're just running... I mean, they, there's children, there's, there's, uh, you know, uh,
0: Freedom. Freedom.
3: all kinds Freedom. of people coming so, across the border, and, 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 right and, and now, it's ridiculous.
1: California, Mississippi, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Washington have the minimum age of twelve for marriage with both parents or court approval consent. Twelve. After- Right. Yeah, oh, really? Now, that's
4: me. a topic for uh, conversation on talk Radio. I'll bet you the rest <laughs> of the Blackthold hosts don't know that.
3: Mm. No. I, I, that's the first time I heard of that. Twelve years old. you got to be kidding me. <laughs>
4: how, can they, how can they have a marriage at 12?
3: Twelve years you know, old. The I, States, mean,
4: mean, the I mean, age I mean do they
3: work? I mean, I, I thought you had is, to be a certain age to go to work. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Statutory rape in the in these states would be 17 or 16, but are they're allowing... Are you sure it's not they're allowing certain cultures to do this? No. Anybody? Any... As long
3: as
4: you have
1: both parents consent or no. you get a court order.
3: Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm going have to have to, what, to what, that. both
1: parents <laughs> agree to it? Or you go to court, and the judge can agree to it. Wow. Hmm.
3: Hmm. It's one of those case.
1: laws that was never updated from like the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s. Wow,
3: I never even realized that.
1: And that's where you get the loophole in statutory rape. It's not statutory rape if you're married. <laughs> mm. We are going to cover mm. more of this in detail um, Friday at one o'clock after Len Cain's show, an unveiling valor.
4: Okay.
0: Hmm.
4: Well, that's well, me. Um, know. trafficking to me. <laughs>
2: exactly. It is, folks. Yeah. We've 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 got a we've got a good discussion going on here but we're we're about to run out of time uh, so i'm i'm going to uh end the show shortly but i i want to i want to thank you joe for coming on and i want to thank you mary and larry for coming on uh it's been a good it's been a good discussion today about various topics and and hey. thank you for your your participation and and we uh, i've learned a lot today we just we as individuals Need to do a lot. We do. We need to do a lot more to to change some of the uh, things that have been happening in America. You know, when when President when President Obama was running for for for, for, uh, for uh, to be a president, he wanted to be elected as a president. He he used a theme called um, "Change You Can Live With." Well, we we didn't know what that change was about and a lot of us voted for him because he had a very good personality and he was very relatable to the people. Um but the changes that he wanted to bring about were not consistent with the uh, uh the things that we were to, we wanted that we were thought were important in America. And so uh, that has been, had an impact on us ever since then because some of those changes um uh, many of those changes were even further amplified when uh, when the Biden administration came in three a little over three years ago now um, and that has been expanded and it and it's um, it 's certainly affecting a lot of Americans in a way that they don 't want to be affected so uh, that 's an area that we as individuals need to speak up about it and we need to take action to um, um, change it back to the way that we want it to be And um, uh, we can only do that through through our voices and through our actions And so I, that's why I, I um, uh, emphasize both of those Because um, it's not just um, talking about it Because we can talk about the talk all day but if we don't walk the walk and take action on it, like writing letters to our congressmen and, and to, to other organizations and, and joining organizations that are, that, are, uh, that are moving in the direction or, or, or continuing in the direction that we, we think America should continue, that is constitutionally correct and uh, in, in accordance with our Bill of Rights and, and, um, and all of the constitutional amendments that have been made over the years. So we have laws that should be followed, but if, if, if uh, certain politicians don't want to follow those laws, then they should be kicked out of office, and we should, and we should uh, write letters to get that done, and we should uh, try to join organizations that will support getting rid of certain, certain people that don't, um, uh, aren't, aren't doing the right things in America. So um, I, I am promoting that as much as possible in, in, in my life, and, um, and, and, and uh, I, I am asking everybody to, to think about that and to uh, take action if, they, if, they, uh, if they're not happy with what's happening. If they're not happy with, happy with what's happening in the schools to our children, and they're not happy with what's happening uh, uh, with, with anything that's going on in America, with the woke policies and all other kinds of things that are going on, CRT and and various other things that are that are uh, they're, they're pushing on us as Americans. And so I I uh, ask all of you to to take action and to uh, we can change it if we if we just do uh, do more than just talk about it. So uh, let's let's uh, let's all make a commitment to. To, to help out wherever we can, to, to change things back to to, to, to be in, to be consistent with the laws and to be consistent with the Constitution, and uh, and and uh, to stop the corruption in our government. So with that, I'm going to close out. And you all have a great day, and God bless you all, and God bless America. Thank you. Thank you, Larry, for coming on. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a great day, guys.